So welcome to everyone who's joined that I didn't say hi to before. So I'm going to get to the word, starting with 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne this very day. Jill, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Now, O Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people too numerous to count. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? Um, you know, in, in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, uh, the, the wording is, Solomon asks, says, give me wisdom and knowledge. You know, Solomon ended up being like the richest man ever um but he didn't ask for riches he got it anyways but he asked god for wisdom he asked i love what it says in first kings for a discerning heart to be able to distinguish between right and wrong and you know i i absolutely love this story about solomon because and he ended up being really wise obviously of course um, you'd think that wisdom would have helped when he like married like way too many wives and they led him astray. But anyways, that's another thing. Um, so Solomon could have asked for anything. Um, Solomon could have asked for anything, but he asked for wisdom. He asked for a discerning heart. He wanted to know, okay, I've got to govern these people. How am I going to be, how am I going to be able to distinguish between right and wrong? Lord, give me wisdom. Now that word wisdom, you know, I've heard it a lot. I've heard it a lot over the past. Is it going to, is it 19 months now? It keeps getting longer and longer. It's going to be two years soon. Um, let's see. Okay. 19 months. You know, we have to use wisdom. We have to practice wisdom. Um, I hear that a lot, but I've realized, um, <laughs> you guys are funny. I realized that the wisdom that people were talking about, it was a worldly wisdom because it was wisdom based on what the government was telling you to do. Oh, you know what? It's, we need to be safe. According to who? According to what the government's telling you to do. So when, when, when I heard people say, oh, we know we need to practice wisdom. We need to use wisdom. Were they, were they seeking God for wisdom or were they simply just following what they were told to do? Because you can ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to you. Look at, look at what, what James ch uh, chapter one, verse five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to them. So if you're in a position, you know, you're, you, you, you maybe you, you're thinking about 
a decision to make. Um, I love that quote <laughs> that my dad said. Um, and, and you know, I have a big decision to make. You're not sure about something. Ask God for wisdom because he'll give it to you. Um, well, Sheba, I, I, I think you're, okay, you're talking about those people. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a little thing. The fact that Solomon of, of everything he could have asked for, he asks for wisdom. He asks for discerning, a discerning heart. I want to distinguish. I love that. I, I keep saying it because it's just, it's so great to distinguish between right and wrong. Proverbs 1, 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom. So it's, it's the kind of, of wisdom that you're looking for based on fearing the Lord. And, and when I say fear the Lord, it's not mean that you're afraid of God. It's that you reverence him, that you honor him, right? That, that, you, that, that, that you're, you, you delight in him. You're submitted to him. And so when you live that life and you ask for wisdom from God, like, like the scripture in James said, he'll give it to you. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You know, on our own, we're probably not going to know what to do with a lot of things. Because when the Bible says not to lean on your own understanding, it's, you know, the Bible says that the heart is, is deceitful above all things. You know, on our own and influenced by the world, we're probably not going to make the, the right godly decisions. Because, you know, maybe we could be influenced by uh, what other people are saying, influenced by other people's opinions, um, influenced by, you know, you feel like, um, uh, how can I put it, like pressured. You feel pressured. Let's say you're. You, let's say you're, you're in your family, and you're like the only one who believes something, and, and everyone else is like against you, and they're pressuring you, and they're pushing you, and you can cave into that. So there's all our own understanding could be swayed and influenced by many, many things. But but trusting in the Lord and and godly wisdom is founded on the Word of God. And so if you're if you're steady and secure in the Word of God. You know, another person's opinion isn't going to sway you because you're grounded in godly wisdom. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 226 says, To the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. So if we're living lives uh, um, submitted to the Lord, like it says, to the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. We don't have to live our lives like, oh, I don't know what to do, or I don't know what I should do about this. Are you going to God and asking him, what do I do? How do I handle this? Are you going to the, to the word and saying, okay, I'm not sure about this particular subject. What does the word have to say about it? And, and the Bible contains everything necessary for our life. Everything. It's not lacking anything. I want to read in, in, in 1 Corinthians. I'm actually, before I do that, Jill mentioned um, about how you know, you, there's someone you want, there's a party that you want to vote for, but there's no candidate in your writing. 
And I know that was the case for a few people. Um, here's the thing. You, you need to approach it the same way everybody needs to approach it. Vote according to where you feel God is leading you. That's what I'm going to tell you. That's what I'm going to tell you. Um, and God is for freedom. And he's against coercion. Um, so you, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what, what I'm not going to see. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm only going to, going to encourage you to make sure that you're not doing something or voting for someone that you don't believe, uh, um, that you don't believe in what they're doing. Don't vote for someone that you don't believe in what they're doing. And I, I can't tell you which way you need to go. You know, there's, there's a scripture actually. Okay. Let, let me get to first Corinthians because this is important. First Corinthians. Eh, wow. I'll speak. First Corinthians chapter two, starting at verse six. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we speak of God's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. You know, that's interesting because it's basically saying that, that, that the rulers of this age, the people that are, that are in charge in this age have no idea about the secret wisdom of the spirit. So, so again, why are you going to, are you going to follow and, 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 and listen to people who have no concept, no concept of godly wisdom or wisdom of the spirit? And let me, let me go, let me move to this because, and I, I wrote an article last week about, you know, I titled it, who should I vote for? If you haven't re read it, you should, if you haven't read it, you should read it. Um, but, but I talked about, I mentioned Romans 13 because that's, that always comes up. It always comes up. Ugh. I've never heard Romans 13 quoted as much in my, in my entire life, um, <laughs> as much as the last 19 months. Is it 19? I think it's 19 people it's like that's their answer to everything what should we do oh romans 13 as if there's no other scripture as if there's no other guidance um you know if there's no other guidance um that's it it's just it's just um romans 13 that's it you have to understand something that that what God instructs us to do in Romans 13 is to, um, um, you know, be peaceable citizens and do what is right and obey the laws that are put in place to uphold the law. What the government is doing is against the law. Every, listen, I know the constitution or whatever you'd call it in this country is flimsy at best. It's not the best. There's a lot of, um, it, it's like, there's like an, an amendment for everything. It's like, okay, well, this is the law, but unless there's this and okay. I know our charter is a little bit sketchy. 
However, there are still basic rights that are being taken right now. And not only that, but this is supposed to be, at least last time I checked, a democratic society. I think. I'd assume so. You cannot change laws, do all these things with no, no debate. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, no accountability for it. It's just whatever, whatever one, one guy feels like that's it. You have to understand there's due process, everything. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on TV. Um, but I have spoken to lawyers and the, the, it is, it's very clear. Um, constitutional monarchy, man, we really needed to get under that uh, away from the monarchy thing. I don't know. Anyways, um, regardless of what we are, um, I've spoken to many lawyers and they're all of the same, they're, they all say the same thing. There are certain things that are happening now um, that is, is, is against the law. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you have to don't don't just vote just, just vote for someone because like, well I'll just vote for them. No, you have to make sure that the decision you make of who to vote for is 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 it, you, you're not gonna think oh man I kind of like I wish I didn't vote for them and I don't actually believe in them. You can't come away thinking that. Um, but anyway, so so what the government's doing. Um, they're breaking many laws and you have to understand that talk, talk to any lawyer. They'll tell you, uh, there's a lot of things that are happening now that that shouldn't be happening. You, you understand? Um, so if you want to uphold the law, you have to uphold the law. And if the government is breaking the law, then it's not, you don't just sit there. Oh, well, you know, but, but they're in charge. No, <laughs> God put them in place to uphold the law. So it's your responsibility, especially as the church, to say, well, wait a minute, these laws are being broken. This country was founded on particular laws, and now they're being, being broken. So, so when people start with their Romans 13 thing, that's, that's how I respond to them. That's how I respond to them. Um... Let me continue reading. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has convinced, has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. We have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. <laughs> Steph, I still hear it. Maybe the ones you're hearing is silent, but I still hear people saying that. Listen to that. We have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. So you're not going to, you're not going to be able to discern these things without the spirit of God, because the spirit of this world, you're not going to be able to understand. 
So even in, in the in like Jill's case, when she doesn't know who to vote for because because the person she wants isn't there. You know, this is the moment where, you know, you have to allow the spirit of God to help you to understand what you need to do, where you need to go. Don't, don't vote against your convictions. You know, you can't. Anyways. Let's keep reading. This is what we speak. Not in words taught by us, taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual man makes judgment about all things, but he himself is not subject to any man's judgment. Isn't the spiritual man makes judgment about all things, all things like elections. You know, it's, it's not even, it shouldn't even be a mystery for you. If you, if you come away after this broadcast, still not knowing what to do, you know, it, it means that you're not, you're not seeking God to tell you, to speak to you, to help you to understand, to be able to judge all things. Verse 16, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. That's one of my favorite verses. We have the mind of Christ. We're not, we're not people subject to, uh, um, um, you know, all the things of the world. Oh, I, I, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't understand that. No, we have the mind of Christ. We can spiritually discern things that people of the world cannot. So if somebody does not have the mind of Christ and they don't know who to vote for, I, I can't help them because they're not going to understand. Let's keep reading. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, starting at verse 9. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your freedom does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone with a weak conscience sees you who has have this knowledge eating in an idol's temple, won't he be emboldened to eat what has been sacrificed to idols? So the weak, this weak brother for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against your brothers in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Jill, I'm glad you know what to do. So you have to understand you can't, force your personal convictions on another person you can't coerce people into doing what you think that would go against their conscience so that's why i'm telling you number one number one you need to um uh, seek the, the wisdom of the lord and number two don't don't be that per that's why i didn't tell you who i voted for I'm not going to tell you. I'm sure you could guess, but I'm not going to tell you. If you ask me, I might tell you. Um, well, Lisa, that's why providing information, yes. Trying to, to force them, no. You don't, you don't force or, or coerce people. 
That's right, Stephanie. Exactly. And that's why, that's why, that's why we stand against, um, that kind of, yeah. If, if they ask, listen, if you have a person who is, uh, asking you, I, I want to know, you know, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm seeking information. I'm seeking help. That's, that's a different story. But if, if it comes from the point of forcing something or, or trying to like, make somebody do something that they're not comfortable with that's that's coercion that's not god god doesn't force people he doesn't manipulate people that that's that doesn't come from god so if you see people forcing or manipulating or coercing people into something that they don't believe in that's not from god that's not from god um but yeah absolutely if you if, if somebody comes to you and they say listen I'm not sure what to do. This is what I, this is what I'm feeling, but I'm not sure. What do you think? Sure. Of course you can, uh, uh, give them advice. Um, I've, I've had that as well, Lisa, cause I did, I, there were a lot of people who, who mentioned that whole, um, splitting the vote thing. But again, it, it has to, you have to seek, you have to seek God for yourself. I can't, I can't live your relationship with God for you. I can't pray for you, right? Each person has to, to take that time for themselves. Um, yes, the NDP did do that. The NDP is like the biggest vote splitter. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Anyways, um, you know, so, so, so a person has to make the decision. Okay. I want to know what to do here. I'm going to seek the wisdom of the Lord. Um, I agree, Pastor Jess, but again, it's like you, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force anybody to do anything. I don't want to force people to do anything. Again, you could give them, uh, your, your, uh, your advice if they ask you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The NDP, um, well, because the NDP is, is basically like, uh, anyways, I'm not going to get into that because if somebody here voted for the NDP, I don't, you know, they're going to, they're going to like feel like the worst person in the world. But anyways, um, well, Rosalie, um, like I said before, I said earlier, um, you need to vote according to biblical values. And I heard somebody say, um, I think I saw it on Twitter that the only thing that matters in this election is freedom and everything else comes, comes out of that. Um, no, Steph, I said, I don't know if anybody voted for NDP. I'm not, I have no idea what people voted for. I know some because they told me, but I mean... I think it should be like like the vaccination question. It's none of your business. <laughs> I don't know, but anyways, um, you 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 have to. This election. This is about. It's everything. Agreed, Lisa. Not everyone. I don't know who where everybody's watching from. Um, it's about freedom, and then everything else will will come out of that. Um. 
Because God is for freedom. Everything that God is about is giving people the freedom to make their own decision. Right? Um, that's right. Like, and especially for, for us here. For what, what things are, is Canada founded upon? You know, we're, we're completely... Um, we're completely... Like... Gone in the opposite direction. Right? You know? Um, vote close to your value, to your conviction, to your conscience. And I believe God will honor, um, I believe God will honor us for the decisions that we make. You know, there's a scripture that, that talks about walking in integrity. So you walk in integrity and you vote with integrity, right? There, there's, um, there's so many, if you look at, I think, um, we got it last week at church, um, this chart with like all the parties and all the stuff that they stand for. And you're going to find that the majority of the parties have nothing to do with any kind of, 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 of values that would be biblical. They're all, you know, and I know there's a lot of stuff maybe you, you don't quite understand. Um, yeah, that's right, Lisa. That's why you have to you, you look at that chart. It's a great chart, and it gives you you know the platforms of each of the parties, and it's going to help you um, to understand what you're voting for and what they stand for. Because you have to know that you have to know what. Because I think like we have this tendency, and that's why I'm talking about this to just kind of like vote for uh, I don't know what what we think. Well, you know. Uh, I always voted for this person or, well, I don't like this guy, so I'm going to, you know, vote for his, his opposite and, or, or like who I think could win or, you know, we have all these, these things that we do, but in this particular election, I believe it's, 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 we need to be voting according to, uh, the, our biblical values. We, you know, that, I think that's like a, a necessity. Because God will honor the decisions we make. God will honor what we do. God will honor people who walk in integrity. So just remember that. Just remember that. Um, so, so that's how we have to approach this upcoming vote. We have to seek the Lord's wisdom. And we have to vote. Um, according to, to, to biblical values, you know, and, and figure out, you know, what do I want to see in this country? What do I want to see in this country? Um, and it's like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, our prayers are not going to go unanswered. I, I fully believe not because I, like I said, not just because I, 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 I want to cheer you up if you're feeling down, but from according to scripture that God will honor those who seek him, that God will honor those who, who walk in integrity and that God will answer the prayers of his people. I believe that. And I know that, that, that I know that to be true. So we have, we have a great opportunity, um, to, 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 to change things in this nation.
right? That's right, Rosalie. I do, I do as well. I do as well. Um, you know, because Christians have the, t- have the tendency to go so far one side or the other. It's like we're... So, so you either have the people that they don't even bother to vote because they're like, oh, you know, God's in control. You know, everything's just going to happen, you know, according to his plan. You know, you have the people like that. You have the people like that. And I know some people like that. And to be perfectly honest, I, I kind of used to think like that. I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter because, you know, whatever, God's just going to... And I, 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 I realized that I didn't understand at all um, um, what the people of God did throughout the entire Bible. That they would... I mean... <laughs> that's right stuff. Just just that story about when the church prayed, when, when James was killed, and then, the, and then they're like, oh man, you know, we should do something. So they prayed, and Peter was busted out of prison. You know, that story always, it always sticks in my head. That it's like the inactivity of the church resulted in James being, being martyred. And then when they, they were like, whoa, guys, we got to do something. They prayed, and Peter was busted out of prison. You know, so, so there's, there's going to be those people, and you might know some of them, maybe you are one, who are all the way on that side. Oh, you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, God's plan's going to happen. Well, you, you should probably read the Bible, and you'll see. Um, that, is that right, Rosalie? That's, that's good news. Um, not that I'm partial to any, any party. Um, you know, but, but, but. God, God works through people. Um, but, and then you have the people all the way on the other side. That their God becomes a political party. That you have some Christians that it's like, they're more, uh, it's like, they defend a politician more than they defend, than they defend Jesus. You know, you'll have them, they never say anything, they never do anything, but then it's like, Oh, I, I, I stand for this political party and they, you know, they, they have hats and shirts and, and all this stuff. So you have people all the way on that side that put their, 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 all their confidence in this guy's going to save us. If we vote for him, he'll save us. He'll fix everything. He'll turn everything around. How about we come together and say, okay, we have a responsibility as Christians to vote. And to vote according to biblical values. But we also trust God that no matter what, he's going to be with us. I think we have to, we have to find that, that place and not be so far on one side or the other. Because, you know, people, politicians, they'll let you down. You think that, that, oh, this person is the right person and then... They didn't do what they said they were going to do, or, you know, they, 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 they promised one thing and then they, uh, and then they, they didn't do it and you're crushed and you're like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? We'll never survive. I'm a, you know, Biden got elected. What are we going to do? My life's over. You know, you can't be like that. God's still God, right? God's still God. That doesn't take away our responsibility 
to vote for sure. But we can't put all our trust and hope in a person. That's not where our hope is. That's not where our trust is. That's not where our confidence is. Our confidence is in the Lord. And that's why I said, if we, if we do what is right, if we stand for what's right, if we, if we walk with integrity and we seek the Lord's wisdom, I believe that, that the, 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 the path of this country is going to change. I believe that. So don't, don't listen. I know that by this time next week, well, I don't know. Um, actually, I don't know when the election actually finishes. I'm going to say like 9 p.m. Could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, which brings me to my next point. I might do the broadcast at a different time. And I haven't decided yet. Maybe live stream the election results. I don't know. If somebody can tell me, because I forget, when we would usually find out the, uh, the winner... I might actually live stream that next Monday. Do you want me to live stream that? Let me know. Mail-in will delay things. Okay, yeah, I also thought about that. I did hear that it's possible that because the mail-in voting... <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. The mail-in voting is, is, I think, the deadline's tomorrow. Um, yes, that too. Okay, yeah, that's... Okay. Thank you, you guys all reminded me. Um, okay. See, that's what I wanted. I don't know, like, because I remember um, in the U.S. election, we didn't know, like, we didn't find out the result that night. So it was kind of, like, anticlimactic. You know what I mean? So I don't want to, like, um, do a live stream. Sheba, people mail in their votes because um, because they're scared to go in person. No, I don't know. Maybe some people are. Or maybe they don't feel like going. It took me like five minutes. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, that's right, Auntie Joe. At 2 a.m., it's like, hey, where did all these where did all these liberal votes come from? Anyways, um, so yes, like Pastor just said, definitely praying against uh, corruption. It's a little bit more difficult to um, cheat in the Canadian election because... I, <laughs> Pastor Jess suggests I do it at 3 a.m. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit harder to cheat because you actually need an ID to vote in Canada. So it's going to be, but we still need to, please, I, I think um, a government will do anything. Because this, this whole calling this election at this time was, has always been fishy to me. I don't know what he's up to. But anyways... Um, so yeah, okay, we'll see. I'm gonna let you guys know. I have to like see, um, I might, I think what I might do regardless is do the broadcast later. Um, do the broadcast later, um, like maybe, maybe at nine or something like that, just like for, for a, for a short time, because we'll probably have an idea. I would say we'll probably have a pretty good idea of who's, of who's winning. So I think I might do that on, on, my, on my own channel because um, then we then we could <laughs> do whatever. Um, correct, Sheba. Correct. You don't... I didn't know that. I didn't know that you didn't need an ID to vote in the States. That was like news to me. I'm like, really? Like, how's that possible? 
Because when I went to the to the voting station, the lady's like, the lady wanted my driver's license. So that's right, Lisa. Exactly, <laughs> you get me. Um, so I think I might do that. Party at Jill's house. I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll be there, Jill. I'll be there. Um, so I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm. Ta I'm sorry. I'm thinking out loud, and people are are signing off because they're like, okay. I'm thinking out loud about, about how we're going to cover the election, but I am going to cover it because it's very important. And I'm pretty sure you're, if, if I do it at, at nine, I'm pretty sure all you guys are going to be awake. So yeah, so I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to do that. Assuming that the polls close at nine, I know the West Coast. Anyways, you guys are all really smart with this stuff. So you will tell me what the answer is. Let's pray and then we'll go. Father, I thank you for these that are watching. I thank you for their faith. I thank you that they for, for the decision they made to sow in prayer for this nation. Father, I pray tonight that 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 you would bless them, that you would be with them, that you would you would comfort them if they feel uh, um, anxious, because we know that anxiety or worry is not from you. If they feel concerned about this election, I pray right now. I pray that sorrow would turn to joy. I pray that worry would turn to peace. And I pray that anxiety would turn to hope. Because we know where our trust is. Our trust is in the name of the Lord. That we know that we can run into you like a strong tower and we are safe. So Father, I pray I pray against any kind of election fraud. I pray against uh, uh, anything devious that might come in this election. And I pray that just as we've been, we've been praying for so long to see change in this country, that we would start to see the, 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 the lines move now, going, going in a different way, that, that though it looks like we're going down one path, that you would take us the opposite way. I pray that in the name of Jesus. I pray that, 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 that this country would not fall by the wayside and end up like a place devoid of freedom. Because our feet are on the ground in this nation. And so where we are, we know that we could command those things that are not as though they were. And that we can bind every evil, wicked plan that exists for this nation. Because we know that just as the anthem said, God keep our land. I pray that you would keep this nation glorious and free the way that it's supposed to be. Father, I thank you. I thank you for people who, who are willing to do what is right, to take a stand for what's right, to walk in integrity, to walk a, a according to the convictions of the word of God and to not be swayed by any man's opinion or by anything that they might see from the outside. So Father, I thank you in advance for good news. For a change that we're about to see. Because this is not the time for the Antichrist to reign. This is the time for Jesus Christ to, to move through his church. That is his body. To take more souls out of the kingdom of darkness. And into the kingdom of light. And I pray that we would do that unhindered. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for everyone watching. I love you guys. I love you for always being here faithfully.
And like I said, I will see you next Monday for some very special, very special election coverage live at a undisclosed time and an undisclosed location. <laughs> Love you all. Love you, Lisa. Thank you guys for being great.